0: or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast, where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now, to the show. Hey, everybody. If you are doing bike races or events, or I guess really applicable, if you're just trying to get better at cycling, this podcast applies to you. And the... The biggest thing that people forget is doing the reps and having some patience for almost I guess with themselves or for themselves you know with the Instagram Strava social media aspect of life these days it's very easy to focus on riders that win a lot and think why am I not winning that much there are a small handful and it's always easy to look at the grass on their side and be like damn that is looking pretty green so i picked a rider that you all know very well my buddy patrick wally because i don't want to pick myself and talk about myself um i want to show you his first two seasons he doesn't know i'm doing this so i'll send him the podcast I was curious, actually. I'm like, I wonder what his first two years are. And the reason I'm picking the first two years, I I read a lot of comments. I read through uh, forums. I read through people's blogs. I read through comments that people post on Instagram. And I like to just try to keep up with what people are talking about. But also, how do people view their performance? It's very helpful to me as a coach to hear other athletes' perspective on their own training and on their own selves – As I also coach people so it's good research on human beings of how do they view themselves and what's you know just how do they take training and mesh it in with their life and a very uh, uh, it's almost like a formula rider is not doing well so they post in the forum it's something about their training what should I change and then the result should be increase in placing which seems very logical the thing that is missing, though, is it's very micro-focused. It's always very much, which workouts am I missing? What am I doing wrong? And and most of the suggestions are workout-based. And I've actually caught myself in forums that the tough thing about answering questions sometimes is that, and this happens when people email me, they propose a scenario that is such a small snapshot to the greater picture of them as an athlete that I now i am like, hey, you know, you know, in order for me to really help you, you would really need to get a power file analysis. You got to talk to one of our other coaches because they're kind of handling those now. They'll be able to give you a much more in-depth look at your training. And I used to do that. It's kind of how Evoke started. Just fielded a lot of questions, met a lot of athletes And just tried to get the word out of like, hey, I just want to help people and I'm going to build a coaching business around it and still do that. Um, the, The thing that I was catching myself doing, though, was giving those micro recommendations and really forgetting, hey, man, or hey, girl, hey, Joey. It's the macro that's missing. You're not patient enough of just doing the reps, of putting in the time, because it's not that the workouts are wrong. You just haven't done them enough because enough time hasn't passed. You can only do so many workouts and absorb the training and get better. Unfortunately, endurance sports do take time and they take consistency. The other piece is, somebody was talking about all these top tens that they had and they had been racing for like a year and a half and I'm like wow this person is crushing and they're like why am I not doing well and they m- just might not have people around them to help them see that winning is really hard and if you're getting a bunch of top tens you're actually crushing <laughs> um, I don't care if you know even if you're racing in groups of 20 people getting top ten over and over again is going to be tough so I'm going to run through two years. I'm just going to give you the placing for Patrick Wally. And why did I pick Patrick? He's on Team USA for for Zwift. He's been my smash bro on multiple teams. He's been on some big podiums, done the biggest races in the U.S., um, whether we're talking crit, road race, gravel. The dude's been around the block and he's someone, honestly, that I felt like I could pick, and he wouldn't be like, well, dude, why'd you just read my results on a podcast? That's kind of weird. All right, here we go. 6th, 12th, 7th, 24th, 24th, 19th, 10th, 15th. I mean, that's no offense, could be discouraging to some people. He did squeak a third in out of 75 guys at Tour Catskills, which is pretty boss. 17th, 10th, 7th, 13th, 22nd, 16th, 25th, 15th, 28th. In 2012, he got his first win. First. 18th, first, 16th, fourth, sixth, third. So he got a little streak there. Ninth, 58th, 32nd, 22nd, 8th, 22nd, 2nd, 21st, 2nd. Dude, come on, close it. 18th, third, 14th, first, 34th, 50th, 27th, 47th. I'm already into 2013. You get the point. There's a lot of L's. There's a lot of like, damn, dude, I'm driving back from that race and I got 47th, got some work to do. I'm only posting this to motivate you and to help you peel back the curtain of this takes time. There's so much more than the watts and just the workouts that you're doing. You need to put the reps in on the macro scale and keep doing it. If you don't believe me, I have another example and I actually will use myself, but it's not. This came up in a conversation. I reached out to an old high school friend uh, for a birthday and somebody it came up and said, hey, remember the first vo- volleyball practice you came to? <laughs> and I actually had forgotten because I was so out of place that I, I think I blanked this out of my head. So the very brief story goes, because this is a cycling podcast, but this will shed light on everything. I'm in eighth grade I'm playing soccer. I'm not that good at it. And this guy who is the JV volleyball coach keeps saying, hey, man, you're Hauser, right? You play basketball. You should be playing volleyball. And I was like, I'm not playing volleyball, dude. Hey, man, Hauser, right? You still playing basketball? You should be playing volleyball. Get ready for the basketball season. I'm like, okay, maybe get back. Yeah, like, hey, how's this going to get me ready for basketball? I'll make you jump through the roof of the gym. I'm like, that sounds kind of cool. I could already dunk, but I was like, more hops, better. So these guys set me up to go to Pace. It's a travel volleyball team to kind of get in the groove before this season starts freshman year. I'm going to be on the JV team. There's no freshman volleyball. Volleyball is big in upstate New York. It's big like if you go down to like Puerto Rico or you go down to, I believe in South America, it's really popular. Um, it's a big sport. I've realized now in talking to people in college, volleyball is not a male sport in some high schools. Interesting. But anyways, I go to this practice and I am like a giraffe on ice. I mean, guys are I – first of all, you have to learn how to approach the net. You need to learn how to jump. You don't just run up and jump. Like watch a volleyball player. There's a movement to it. So I'm trying to learn this movement and people are just teeing off. And I'm like – You want me to be on the receiving end of that thing? That, no, what? Could not pass, could not set, could not hit, could not do anything. I remember leaving that practice like, no, dad, I'm not going back to that. That was embarrassing. And people brought me back like, you got to come back. And it was literally people around me saying, you can be good at this. You just need to put the reps in. You need to put the time in and you need to be okay being a little awkward at first. Everybody is like that. And do you know what? Do you know who I'm speaking to right now? Joey's little brother who's in a bike Nash bar, bright yellow jacket. You roll up to the ride. You feel like, wait, everyone's not rocking yellow because in the catalog, everybody had yellow on. You got the yellow on. You look around. People are in team kits. Your bike looks different than the other bikes. And then there's really fast bikes and there's really fast people. And you're kind of intimidated that's okay, because guess what? The fastest person on that ride started in the yellow jacket also. Time wraps. Time wraps. So I keep going back to this stupid volleyball practice. I hated it. Finally, I first... Oh, I can block. I'm actually pretty good at that. Okay. I get the groove of that. Now, how do I hit this ball? How do I approach the net? How do I do this? What's the movement of that? How do I work with this person? Da-da-da-da. 4 years later, state champions. Okay. Four years though, not six months of training my FTP. It was like get beat down, come back, get beat down and come back. Find little wins, get small wins, get small wins. Sell the yellow Nash Bar jacket, buy a blue one. It's still going to be too big and baggy. Sell the blue one, get a cooler color, get one that fits. Your first jersey that fits, you actually thought it was too small. No, that's the one that fits right like you just grow through things and you go from just just be so excited that you right now at a year and a half two years three years in are going to love to look back at where you are right now like the memories of right now are going to be golden i promise you that if you stick with it and you just have to be consistent so just like going to volleyball practice and getting my teeth kicked in a little bit and finally growing through that You have to do this on your own because most of us, most of the people listening to this podcast are out of college. You have a job. You need to make your dojo after work. And that's what I was doing, you know, got super pumped, got into cycling, went, sold medical devices, and raced home to get on my bike and, like, just go find new routes. And, I mean, I started riding through the city. I had no idea what I was doing, and everyone's like, Wait, you ride in the city? You're supposed to ride south of the city. That's where everybody rides, all right? You don't know what you don't know. <laughs> and there was no Strava. I was like, man, these guys, there's all these lights. I heard people talking about intervals, which I still don't really know what those are. But how do they do them here? Because there's lights every two seconds. Oh, you don't ride in the city. You ride out in the country, right? So that extrapolated to you in seven years, you're going to know a lot more. So I'm going to wrap this up because you get the point. But where you are right now is not where you're going to be. And you might not even know how far you're going. Trust me, I definitely had no plans of having a cycling podcast, winning Old Man National Championships, racing in UCI races around the world. It's been a crazy journey that I could not have imagined. But it all is just one pedal stroke at a time, no matter how corny that sounds. That's really the truth. I mean, I love looking back at these old result pages and being like, wow, remember that race? Remember the people you looked up to at that race? Remember how things went down? You didn't know anything? I think you were still trying to figure out what a carb was. It's a journey and embrace that. And if you're finding little wins along the way, that's what you should be going for. It gets tiring reading about people complaining about the changes that haven't happened in six months. You are so impatient And I hope that doesn't bleed over into every other aspect of your life, or it's going to be really hard to have you become a happy human being. So, I wish you patience. I wish you micro wins; they will turn into macro wins. And patience is not there's a patience though. Don't take that as not being hungry and wanting to go take what you want. Go get it. No one's going to give it to you. Go be hungry as hell. Be aggressive be super smart in how you think about training how you think about racing like be ravenous and try and take everything from everyone else that, that that's you trying to win have that attitude but then have the humility that when you get 52nd you're not sad and feel dejected you're like okay those 51 other people have put in more reps they've figured this out a little bit better i'm going back to the drawing board and i'm going to get it i'm going to get mine Win for your team You might not even be on a team Most of us aren't on a team Until we're like a Cat 3 or Cat 2 Let's go Let's get it Come on